the 18th of September, 2021. The training of this mind is something that is very important. It's a great form of goodness, of merit, this mental cultivation. So it's something that we should set our hearts on doing. So there are different ways that we can develop merit. There's developing it through being self-sacrificing and through giving. And that's what the Buddha taught about in the beginning, is to uh, develop this quality of dana, of generosity. And so this is a form of merit. And there are many ways that we can give. We can give the essentials for life, food, and clothing, and shelter, and medicine. And we can help people who are going through difficulties. And this is all merit. And so we have this intention, this meritorious intention, this intention of generosity, of sacrifice. And you see that there are a lot of people in the world who are receiving their old, their fruits of their old kind of bad karma, and they're going through a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. But those who are fortunate or who have merit, they will meet with people who can help them. But it's not that when we help people who are going through difficulties that we are going to receive the results of their bad karma instead of them. What we're doing rather is gaining barami. We gain this through the kindness and the compassion that we are developing. So there are a lot of people who can be generous, but those who can take up and keep the five precepts for three months, say, it's very hard to find someone like this. Even just one month, it's very difficult. Or say there's a person who is an alcoholic, and to get that person to keep the five precepts and not drink alcohol for seven days, it'd be very difficult indeed. So we see that there are a lot of people who are generous and are virtuous. And if they have this generosity and this virtue and then come to meditate, then this will give them a lot of uh, benefit. They'll gain a lot from this. And so developing this merit uh, through generosity and through uh, sila, through virtue, and this is a form of merit that we gain in this life, and there are many people who can do this. But those people who are able and willing uh, to kind of take care of their hearts and restrain their hearts, it's very hard to find people like this. You see that through keeping virtue, we need to be uh, to have this quality of kanti, of patient endurance as well, in order to keep those precepts, that we don't harm others through our actions of body and speech. And this becomes very difficult when there's a lot of pressure put onto us. Maybe there are those people who shout at us, who verbally abuse us, and we want to respond, we want to get back at them, but we don't do that. And through ref refraining from that, 
we are developing our sila barami. And this is something that's very difficult to do. So say, for example, if we are an employer and there are those working under us, the employees, and it's normal that the, the employer has all the power and the employees don't, and so if they're dissatisfied in any way, then they often gossip um, about their employer and don't listen to what they say. And so to forbear with that and to respond instead with kindness, with compassion, that's something that's really difficult to do. This requires a lot of kanti. But in the situation of the employee, uh, it's just a normal level of kanti, of this patient endurance, to deal with that situation. So this is all sila barami that we are developing through this. But if we have never trained ourselves in that, then it's something that's very difficult to do. So those people who can be generous, who can be virtuous in this life, it shows, and they're able to do that easily, that shows that this is something that they've cultivated previously. If they're able to take and keep these five precepts easily, or on some days to keep the eight precepts, and that's something that's just normal for them, it shows that they've done it before. And so the things that we've trained in before, then we're able to do them easily. And so training in this, this is talking about training in generosity and in sila, and building up goodness in this way. But then if we get to the stage of bhavana, this mental cultivation, it's even more difficult than the other stages. Because there are a lot of people who are generous, but they're not virtuous. And say if there are a hundred thousand generous people, there may be just one virtuous person amongst them, just one people, one person who can keep their precepts. And then if we take a hundred thousand uh, virtuous people, we may just find one person who is really sincere in meditating. And for those 100,000 meditators, it's very difficult to find someone whose mind is peaceful and can gather into samadhi. But at the very least, we need to be firm that we are going to be one of those. And that 100,000, we are going to be one who can bring their mind to peace. So we should train ourselves in this. And it depends upon our sincerity, on our efforts, on the energy that we put in. So we see that in the world these days, there are seven-year-old children who are able to do many things, who have many skills. And so there may be a child who is able to um, operate heavy machinery or just a seven-year-old child who is a programmer. And this is something that's unbelievable, that a child at such a young age can make these programs. But it is possible, and they can do this. So we can compare that to, in previous times, how it was possible 
for seven-year-olds to be sotapanas, to become stream enterers. But in the present day, this is these ability of these children, they've gone uh, into worldly ways. And so seven-year-olds can become programmers. It's difficult to find, but they do exist. So therefore, when we practice, when we meditate, uh, we're doing this to cultivate wisdom. So to cultivate wisdom, we need to walk along this path of sila, samadhi, and banya, of virtue, collectedness, and wisdom. And for us to be able to meditate sincerely, then we need to see the drawbacks and the dangers in the cycle of birth and death. We need to see how this is something that's very chaotic, a very confused cycle. And so we come to sincerely practice, to sincerely train our minds. And we do this a lot, to the most that we're able to do it. So may all of us do this, train our minds together. Because the well-trained mind brings us happiness. And it's not just this life in which we receive that happiness, but it follows us as well. It turns into um, causes and conditions. It turns into kind of our character, which follows us into the next life. So therefore, in this life, may we, may we be really sincere in this. So perhaps we also have some old karma there as well in this regards. And we may just get this feeling that we want to meditate, we want to practice. So for myself, when I was 17 or 18, about that age, um, I tried uh, meditating. And through that, my body, my mind became buoyant. But I was able to do that because I saw a very good example. I had one teacher at school who um, sparked this interest in me. So this teacher, he once got very angry at the students that they weren't listening, they weren't interested in what he was saying. And so this anger flared up and he even threw the chalk and the duster. But in no long time he was able to bring his mind back to peace. And I thought this was really strange that he could go from this very angry state to no anger. And so I then got interested and I wanted to study this. I wanted to learn how he did this. So I went to ask him and he said that he trained in Vipassana Gamatana, uh, this meditation of insight meditation. And so through seeing this, I was interested to go and talk with him and uh, to ask him how he managed to do that. And so I told my friends about this as well. And the friends said that, yeah, the, the teacher's mind is quite still and peaceful, but your mind is a different matter altogether. It's not so still. And they were quite right as well, because back then my mind was pretty stirred up. It was quite chaotic. And so... I went and I got interested in meditation. I sat in meditation 
and there was some peace that came up, but also had a desire to see a nimitta, to have a mental image. And so I stared at a Buddha rupa, a Buddha image, for three minutes and then closed my eyes and wanted to still be able to see this image within my mind's eye. But I didn't see anything. And this is really just something that people who have samadhi already can do, can see nimittas, these images like this. And they can also make them grow larger if they wish for that to happen. And so it depends upon our minds and the quality of our minds. So something that we are able to do if we train. But when I practiced, I wanted that to happen immediately, but it just doesn't work in that way. It, we need to use time. So we should train, we should forbear, forbear with any painful feelings that may be arising. And don't allow our minds to just follow their moods. Don't allow them to get into laziness. But we need to set our hearts on this, to really be firm in this practice. And if we do it like this, it will give us a lot of benefit, we'll gain a lot from it. And so we've been born into this life as humans. We've met with the teachings of the Buddha. We've met with this path of practice. And Sotapanas, stream entries, and Sakatagamis, Anagamis, Arahants, they're still here in this world. So we should really hurry up and practice, really be quick to walk this path, to be training, to be put in our, in our efforts, and to be doing this consistently. And so giving wisdom, it's the highest form of giving. It's the highest gift. And the taste of the Dhamma is superior to any other taste. In the gift of Dhamma, this is higher than any other gift. And so the monastics from overseas who um, are able to translate, then this is a form of generosity as well. You can translate into English or into Swedish or Portuguese or Chinese. There are many different languages uh, that we can translate into. So this is all a form of generosity. Really, it's the highest generosity. And something that we should set our hearts on doing. Because it gives a lot of benefit. And so we should make the determination that through the goodness that arises from this, may we be firm in this path of sila, samadhi and panya. And so may all of you try in this way, try and practice so that we see the Dhamma, so that we come to know the Dhamma.